Welcome to Daily Bible Reading Notes from Valley Chapel Community Church, where we seek to learn the whole counsel of God's Word. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Rowe. This is the posting for February 10th, 2024. We're nearing the end of our time in Leviticus. As mentioned before, Leviticus is where many yearly Bible reading plans stall out and stop. Why do so many Christians have a hard time reading through Leviticus? Is it a lack of discipline? Do they lack desire for God's Word? While that may be the case for some, I don't think that is true for most believers. The greater struggle seems to be interpretive. That is, how are we to understand these detailed and foreign laws, and how do they have any meaning for today? We covered one important interpretive principle earlier this week. What abiding moral truths do these laws reflect? We find another today. Repetition. In their helpful book on Bible interpretation, Duval and Hayes note, quote, Look for words that repeat. First, be sure to note any words that repeat within the sentence you are studying. Then, survey the sentences around the text you are reading and look for repetition in the larger passage. End quote. Grasping God's Word, page 30. Perhaps you've already noticed this principle at work as we've read through Leviticus together. Repeated patterns of words, phrases, and themes help us understand the intended meaning of the text and how to apply it to ourselves. With this in mind, I'd like to draw your attention to a repeated theme in our text today. This theme is central to understanding the laws God is giving to Israel and central to grasping truth that applies to us today. The theme is ownership. Beginning in chapter 25, God gives Israel commands on Sabbath rest for the land. This included a Sabbath of seven years, Leviticus 25, 1-7, and the year of Jubilee, Leviticus 25, 8-22. Finally, God gives instructions on how the land was to be redeemed by its possessor, Leviticus 25, 23-34. In both rest and redemption of the land, God promised blessing and provision for his people who would fear him and follow his commands. Leviticus 25, 17-18 But notice verse 23. What gives God the right to give commands about the land? He owns it. God makes his ownership of the land clear. Quote, the land, moreover, shall not be sold permanently, for the land is mine. For you are but aliens and sojourners with me. Leviticus 25:23 Deed and title of the land is God's. He is the owner free and clear. Therefore, he sets the terms and conditions for its care. Similarly, God gives con- commands for the care of his people. In the remainder of chapter 25, God gives direction for the support, service, and redemption of slaves, both domestic and foreign. Leviticus 25:35 through 55. Israelites were to be treated as hired men, not slaves, Leviticus 25.39-40. They were not to be treated unkindly, Leviticus 25.43. And if a fellow Hebrew ended up enslaved to a sojourner, he could be redeemed and still enjoyed protection as one of God's people, Leviticus 25.48-53. Here is where attention to repeated themes is important. Again, What gave God the right to dictate the lives and service of the Israelites? He owned them. As God explains, For they are my slaves, 
Leviticus 25, 42, and verse 55, Legacy Standard Bible. God had redeemed and brought Israel out of slavery in Egypt, Exodus 6, verse 6, and Deuteronomy 7, verse 8. They now belonged to him. God was their master, and they were his slaves. Therefore, God commanded how they were to live, including how they should act toward their fellow man. We find in these repeated themes truth for ourselves today as well. God not only owns the land and people of Israel, but all the earth and all it contains. Psalm 24 puts it like this, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 2. God owns the world and all its inhabitants. Finally, like Israel, God has purchased and redeemed Christians with the price of his son, Jesus Christ. Acts 20, 28 and 1 Peter 1, 18. As those purchased by God, we belong to him. We are now slaves of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 7, 22 and Ephesians 6, 6. We live to serve Jesus Christ and do his will. How good it is to be considered sons of God and slaves of righteousness. How blessed to know the freedom and joy of one who belongs to God in Christ Jesus.